Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Oh, well, hello there, friends, family, fans, folks. Freed, uh, I don't know. I got lost there. Hey, what's up? How y'all doing? It's Wednesday, June 23rd. Yes, yeah, you heard that right. We're almost at the end of June here, folks. June is almost over. June, or June 23rd, June 22nd. Why did I say June 23rd? Oh, wait, no, I don't know. Uh, I just watched Obi-Wan. We'll talk about that in a bit. The season finale, series finale, what, maybe, who knows. Uh, there was a lot of rumblings and grumblings. We'll talk about that, we'll talk about that. Uh, y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready for this? Huh? 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 Um, so, thank you guys week in, week out for listening. Always share, like, subscribe, dislike, don't share, don't subscribe. I don't care what you do. I'm cool with any of it. I'm just happy if you guys are here week in, week out. Uh, regardless of how you listen. Um, anyway, hey, so quick note. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be doing the one-on-one league at panels uh, anymore. Uh, I'm sure news will come on that in the near future. Uh, panels is actually, uh, this is one of their last weeks. They will not be, um, they will unfortunately not be at their same location anymore. Uh, for, uh, look, they're looking to move, it sounds like. Um, not sure what's going on there. I'm sure they will announce something soon if you follow them on social media or anything like that. So as soon as I know something, I will let you guys know for all the Smash news. Uh, with that out of the way, let's get right into it today, shall we, huh? Like I said, it's, uh, June 22nd. Today is, uh... Yeah, we're, what, ooh, almost uh, a week and a half from uh, 4th of July, huh? Almost two weeks, technically almost two weeks. Anyway, 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 let's get into it, shall we? So, last week was the not E3 and and everything that came with that, Uh, and of course a couple days later more and more news came out, and we happened to learn a lot about Overwatch 2. And everything that, that's going to be coming with that. So, we did learn that uh, Overwatch 2 PvE, which is player versus environment, which is going to be new to Overwatch, will come in 2023 as seasonal content. Um, obviously, we're getting new maps and all things like this. Um, and I guess the PvE maps will be released as part of their newly minted free-to-play seasonal content uh, starting next year. And... It will con- be. It will essentially function as contained series of missions, right? Because it's supposed to be like, like a campaign. Uh, game director Aaron Keller says, "Quote: We're also invested in the world of Overwatch and the heroes that live in it. And through the years, we've developed cinematics, animated shorts, and graphic novels for our players who just want to get deeper into the lore." Unquote. Uh, quote: With PVE, we have an opportunity to go a step further to go deeper into diverse storytelling that we just haven't been able to before. 
So we are planning to expand the Overwatch universe through these seasons we just described, and we will start delivering this PvE gameplay in 2023, unquote. So, that's a good sign, because I know a lot of people were looking for that. Um, of course, we also learned that they're switching to a battle pass, so no, no more loot boxes. Um, and you'll be able to unlock cosmetics um, through the battle pass and the in-game store. Um, it will be doing away, like I said, loot boxes were a big part of the first game. Uh, and they said, quote, along with free play challenges, we're doing away with loot boxes entirely. We have a new Battle Pass model coming in, and we have a store as well, so players have a lot more control over how they interact with the game and acquire new contact content, unquote. And that's uh, hero designer, lead hero designer Jeff Goodman. Um, and I know they did say that a lot of things will carry over from the first game, uh, but we did learn more about that. Uh, and they said, so if you have loot boxes, uh, this was on a Reddit AMA, um, this was commercial lead John Spector. It says, quote, we shall share a more detailed explanation on all of these topics before Overwatch 2 goes live in October. To give you a quick answer now, though, those existing currencies, credits, OWL tokens, and competitive points will come with you into Overwatch 2, unquote. Um, I think they said you get all your... Um, anyone who played the first game will be transition seamlessly and automatically into Overwatch 2. Uh, they said a lot of your costumes and stuff will be carried over. I wonder what I'll have to do, though, because I played on PS4, and what I have to do, to I'll probably play on Xbox or both. I don't know. I think they said it's cross-play. Hopefully it's cross-progression. But who knows? Uh, October's not that far away, and that's when, of course, Overwatch 2 drops for everyone. Um, also, it was announced that ID at Xbox, the indie game wing of, of Xbox, uh, will be running a um, game demo program that started yesterday and will run through the 27th. So up until next week, um, there's going to be 30 free new game demos. Uh, they haven't ex exactly said all the games yet um i have i've been looking for a list let me see if i can find one so so it's actually 35 games and it's every game that was announced at the, their summer game fest uh so atto boxville despots game exhausted man musinix over rogue recall richmond 10 stuffed wave break ying yinglet Another Crusade. Uh, I already said Atto. Um, oh, no, no, sorry. These are the games for the demo. Another Crusade, Atto, Batora Lost Haven, Battle Cakes, Boxville, Brock the Investigator, Broken Pieces, Despot's Game, Doodle God Evolution, Ending Extinction is Forever, Exhausted Man, Grid Force, Grotto, Lost Ruins, Metal Hellsinger, Musinix, Nummels, Overpass, Rhythm Road Trip, Over Rogue, Polyfury, Recall, Richmond 10, Sail Forth, Severed Steel, Shadow, Re Shadow Run Returns, Spider Heck, which looks like spiders with lightsabers, 
Strings Theory, Strong Moon, Stuffed, Terror of Hemosaurus, Tiny Kin, Warhammer 40,000, Shooters, Blood and Teeth, Wave Break, Wreck Out, and Yinglet. Those are all the games available now until the 27th if you'd like to try to demo all of them. Um, I'm sure you can knock out a lot of those uh, little games in those few days. Uh, Square Enix also had an event last week, and we now know that the Final Fantasy VII Remake will actually be a trilogy. Uh, part 2 is called Rebirth, and it will be released next winter, meaning next next winter, as in 2023, um, as they're adding uh, Crisis Core, or, um, hold on, what are they calling it? They're calling it Crisis Core Remake which was another spin-off of uh, Final Fantasy VII. So, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, uh, which is coming this fall. Um, oh, wow. So things will not be the same as, as the original they're, they're hinting at. The trailer for two hints at that heavily. Um, it's part of Square Enix's 25th anniversary, and they don't have a name for... For the, th the third part yet. Um, still no word yet on when uh, it's coming to Xbox. Doesn't seem like it will. But it is on Steam now. Uh, so as of Steam, you can get both of them. Um, or you can get at least Final Fantasy VII Remake and Integrate on Steam. So you can play it on PC if you don't have a PlayStation 4 or 5. So that's available to you now as well. So that was announced. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 was officially announced and is in the works as well. Uh, so that was the other big news out of that. So now let's kind of move on to some other things. Uh, Activision, always talking about Activision. Well, the board of Activision Blizzard has uh, found no evidence that it's, it ignored or downplayed harassment. Yes, it investigated itself. Um, this is so, this is so stupid. Uh, in a new SEC filing, the Securities and Exchange Commission, it said, uh, Activision Blizzard, quote, the board and external advisors have determined that there's no evidence suggests that Activision Blizzard senior executives ever intentionally ignored or attempted to downplay the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported. That work has also not unearthed any evidence directly or indirectly suggesting any attempt by any senior executive or employee to conceal information from the board. Outside advisors, after exhaustive review, also determined that the board never intentionally ignored or attempted to downplay the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported, unquote. My fucking ass. That is the biggest bullshit I have ever seen in my fucking life. We did nothing wrong. Yeah, like, this reminds me of that South Park episode after the BP oil spill, and they're just like, we're sorry. We're sorry. Like, you, you found you did nothing wrong? What are you, a five-year-old saying he did it? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. We, we did nothing wrong. This is the biggest bullshit, and you can smile it, smell it a mile fucking away, dude. We didn't do anything wrong. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Get out, dude. Some bullshit. Bull fucking shit. Big fucking heaps of it, dude. 
<laughs> so, so stupid. Um, we're also learning that the Squanch Games High on Life, which is the game coming from Rick and Morty creator Justin Roiland, uh, is, was essentially supposed to be a Stadia game. Um, and obviously Stadia has collapsed under the weight of itself. And uh, now we're getting the lovely High on Life on Xbox. And Game Pass and PC, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's also being reported. So look look at look at how Activision and, at Blizzard has been for the last uh, year or so. And now let's look at the previously most hated company in America, EA. Right? EA has just been like doing good shit, surprisingly, paying their workers well and supporting indie devs. And it looks like, uh, granted, this isn't maybe good guy shit so much as it was at the behest of shareholders, apparently. But Andrew Wilson, CEO of EA, Electronic Arts, uh, apparently took a $20 million pay cut, which, uh, look at that how, as you want. Um, it's not as simple as probably as we all might think. Uh, he still earned $39.2 million as his uh, between his base salary of $1.25 million and other stock awards, grants, and bonuses and, and things like that, which is a little strange. I still don't understand what you do with all that kind of money. Um, unless you're reinvesting it, I, I hope. Um, but apparently after 2020, uh, they indicated that the company shareholders were not exactly happy with the pay schemes. And I guess a $30 million stock grant was awarded to Wilson uh, in 2021 to help him. So he still took a pay cut but got a grant. I, I, I don't know, man. Um, his base salary is still increased. He still gets bonuses. Um, and for fiscal year 2022, he earned $19.9 million, which it's all a bunch of fugazi, fugazi. Some bullshit. Um, he's still making a lot of fucking money. Um, what is this? Platica? $372 million. So let's just uh, also remember that Bobby Kotick took in $154.6 million. So, um, yeah, that's a little shitty. But median pay for EA is $123,000. Which is very fucking high for a game company. I will say that. That is that is high for a median pay. I'm shocked at that price, actually. Price pay. It's, it's wild. It's wild to me. Uh, anyway, moving on. Speaking of high prices, uh, a cheater or a cheat distributor, however you want to describe them, uh, or or king, <laughs> some people might might call them. Uh, he, they were ones that, uh, developed cheat codes for Destiny 2, have, uh, were sued ultimately by, by Bungie, and, uh, lost. And they, uh, have agreed to pay Bungie $13.5 million in damages, um, and it will get rid of the copyright infringement lawsuit that, that Bungie put against them. Um, so this company is called Elite Boss Tech of Canada. Uh, and Bungie accused them of, of violating their the user agreement in Destiny 2, um, creating anti-cheat technology. 
see. They claim they didn't copy the code. The court doesn't agree. I, I just, that, that, that's another wild amount. I get it, though. I get it. They're trying to protect their IP. They are trying to protect their IP. And speaking of cheaters, uh, after hiding the enemy from, or, or hiding people from you if you're cheating in Call of Duty, uh, the new thing over at Ricochet, their anti-cheat software, what will happen now is if you're caught as a cheater, your weapons get taken away. You don't have weapons. So, <laughs> this is hilarious. Um, that's funny. They, uh, that's the craziest thing. So, you can't do, um, you can't even punch people so no no not even melee good luck cheaters good luck get out of cod leave uh valve new patent hints that valve may be working on a new headset and possibly one that does not require a pc uh, no official word on that yet and then how about this uh so next the old republic 2 recently launched on the nintendo switch and uh, it's it's quite famous that, you know, Knights of the Old Republic 2 was never f officially finished when it was released. Uh, there was a lot of content, including the original ending. And uh, it's now been found out. So Aspire, the company that, that did the port, they're also doing the remake, um, went ahead and tried to add the original ending. Um and it actually created a game-breaking bug. Um, so, this is hilarious. You can't finish or progress the game or finish the story. Um, uh, Aspire did admit they knew about it and are working on it. So, the game, which was originally made by Obsidian, released uh, for the Xbox in 2004 and PC in 2005, uh, just got ported to Switch. Uh, like I said, it was never finished. Aspire tried to put in the end. Um, and this is what the current status is as of earlier this afternoon. Uh, Aspire said, quote, We are aware of an issue that is preventing some Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, the Sith Lords players, from advancing in the game. Our data suggests that this is only affecting a small number of users, but please rest assured that we're working on a patch to fix it. Um, there is a fact that you can find on their website. And uh, includes a temporary workaround that includes a cheat code. Um, and if you you can do this by hitting the left thumbstick, and uh, will allow you to do this um, if you're playing Knights of the Old Re Republic 2 on Switch. Uh, we also learned that uh, from Tony Hawk that there was going to be a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 plus 4 remake. And I know a lot of people think 3 and 4 are the superior games to 1 and 2. Um, I don't really remember 3 or 4 that all that well. But after Vicarious Visions got blended into Blizzard and turned into a support studio, uh, plans were ultimately put on hold or canceled altogether. Um, during a Twitch live stream with Andy Gentile, Tony Hawk was talking about this, um, he said, quote, that was the plan, even up until the release day of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2, 
we were going three plus four. And then Vicarious got kind of absorbed, and then they were looking for other developers, and then it was over. The truth of it is that Activision were trying to find somebody to do three plus four, but they just didn't really trust anyone they did Vicarious. So they took other pictures from other studios. Like, what would you do with the THPS title? And they didn't like anything they heard, and that was it. I wish there was more, some way to bring it back. I mean, who knows? Maybe when all the dust settles, we'll figure it out. You never know. I would never have imagined we were going to do 1 plus 2 20 years later, unquote. Now, everyone loved that. And I don't see why they wouldn't have made it or let Vicarious do it. And hopefully, with the Microsoft purchase, maybe they'll let Vicarious Visions do their own thing and not have to support everything Blizzard does. And hopefully, we can get another Tony Hawk game. Because 1 plus 2 remake was amazing. I think a 3 plus 4 remake would be even better. And honestly, I think we just need a new game in the franchise in general to, to wipe out the bad taste of... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, which I think was the last one. That game was just not good, man. Not good at all. Um, now that we know that there's been a console shortage, well, we now have learned that there might be a controller shortage. Microsoft has confirmed via Video Game Central that, quote, we know it might be hard finding Xbox wireless controllers right now due to supply disruptions. We're working as fast as possible with our manufacturing and retail partners to improve this. Please check with your local retailers for availability, unquote. Um, I have not, I guess they're sold out everywhere. I personally don't look for controllers. Um, I don't really spend a whole lot of time in the video game section at stores because I tend to either buy everything at GameStop or, or online. Um, granted, for some reason, this this reminds me when the PS5 first came out, there were DualSense controllers everywhere, but no one had PS5s. <laughs> um, but apparently this is more in France, the Netherlands, Germany, and the UK, as well as Austria. Um, and I guess you can only find pre-owned controllers on Amazon and GameStop here in the US. Um, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I, I guess there is a controller shortage. That's odd, though, of all things to be short on. Granted, there's, there's nothing's available. <laughs> um, so be on the lookout if you're trying to get a controller. Uh, WB Montreal also confirmed that Gotham Knights will feature the largest version of Gotham City ever produced in a video game. Um, and... That is interesting news. Um, I figured Arkham Knight would have been the biggest, and I think they would have. I figured they would have maybe scaled it down a bit for Gotham Knights, but no, they're going hook, line, and sinker, which I'm all for. I'm I'm not against that at all. I love exploring Gotham City. Um, also, it's possible that Mortal Kombat 12 may be on the way. If we were to believe the Instagram posts of the voice actor who plays Johnny Cage, uh, he was hinting at some unannounced, unknown project uh, while on the Warner Brothers lot. So everyone assumes he's just doing Mortal Kombat 12. Obviously, it wouldn't be the Mortal Kombat movie sequel. Um, I'm sure they would try to get someone different 
um, for that. But who knows? We we may see a lot of things um, in the future. And then our final bit of gaming news here today. Uh, it's been announced that PlayStation will be skipping Gamescom. Now, Europe is one of PlayStation's largest markets. Gamescom is the E3 of Europe and really technically bigger than E3 at this point as E3 continues to slowly fade and die away. Um, now, I don't see what any kind of justification there is in skipping Gamescom. Um, I really don't see any benefit to this. I, uh, they haven't had a major um, state of play even yet. I, I get it. Maybe they want to do something big on their own. But skipping Gamescom, I think, is not a smart decision. They've been switch, switch, miss, switch, blah, blah, blah. They've been skipping out on major game conferences a, a lot lately, too. I, I don't know. That, that's them being them, doing their own thing, as always. Um, that's it for gaming, though. Let's, uh, let's talk about TV. Uh, looks like Wonder Man may be the next series up for Marvel over at Disney+. Plus. I, I don't know what it is with them and picking the most obscure, um, the most obscure people, uh, characters for their shows. Um, I, I mean, technically Wonder Man somewhat appeared in, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, but all scenes featuring his likeness were, were, uh, cut. Of course, um... Apparently, Destin Daniel, the director of Shang-Chi, will be... Uh, Destin Daniel Cretton will serve as executive producer. And Andrew Guest is going to be the head writer. Uh, Mar uh, uh, was this? Wonder Man is technically... Um, what's his name? Simon Williams. And uh, Nathan Fillion technically played Simon Williams in the MCU before his scenes were cut. He didn't have actual scenes, but he's an actor. Um, I just wonder when Wonder Man is a strange character to pick, uh, but we'll see if it actually happens. And in the biggest news of why is this happening, HBO has greenlit a new Game of Thrones spinoff. I think we're up to seven now. A new Game of Thrones spinoff. This one will see the return of Jon Snow, played once again by, by Kit Harington. Uh, and it will be a, a sequel series. So this will be the first sequel series. Most of the other ones were all prequels. Uh, this will be the first sequel series if it's greenlit and if it actually happens. Um, I, why? Is, does this really need to be a thing? I, I don't think so. Um... You sound off if you think it, it needs to be a thing. I, I Again, I don't personally think it does. I don't think there's a big... Uh, I don't think there's a big call for there to be a, a Jon Snow show, but that's just me. Anyway, uh, it's also been announced Crunchyroll is going to be getting a new Trigun series in 2023. Trigun was actually one of the first anime that I ever really watched other than like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, a friend of mine had brought it to a, a, a scout trip once where we had like a TV. It wasn't really a full trip. Like we were staying at a house. It was, it, anyway, 
Uh, Trigun was one of the first anime that I really ever watched, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And uh, I almost want to sign up for the free Crunchyroll just to watch this new Trigun when it drops next year. I am very excited for that, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, the Rings of Power showed off their first orcs uh, this week, and they look very good. Very, very good. I, I am excited to see that um, the orcs, they, they paid quite a good attention to detail for the orcs. Um, and then it's also been announced that a new Tolkien book will be coming out. Uh, it will be called The Fall of Numenor. And it will collect all the stories that influence the Rings of Power show. Um, and this is per the, the Tolkien Society. Uh, it, will, it will piece together all of Tolkien's writing on the Second Age. Um, essentially all the stories that they're using to tell the Rings of Power. Uh, and you can pre-order it on Amazon now. Um, the Tolkien Society said, quote, The book brings many of Tolkien's writings together and uses the tale of years in the appendices of the Lord of the Rings in order to present the content in an order and a style that works well for readers, unquote. Um, I guess this is official. It's $40. Um, and I guess it's uh, uh, approved by the Tolkien estate. Um, but anyway, that will, I'm sure, come out let me see if there's a release date for it. As uh, I said, it's uh, coming together. Uh, 40 bucks hard. Oh, it's a hardcover. I'll be released in October. So it's actually coming out after the show. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Stranger Things Part 2. Stranger Things Season 4 Part 2 trailer dropped. Teasing a very big battle to come. Um between the team and Vecna from it looks like all corners of the Upside Down. Um, excited for that. That drops next weekend. Next Saturday, uh, the two and a half hour season finale of Stranger Things Season 4. So that happens. And then today, the Umbrella Academy Season 3 dropped on Netflix. So I'm going to see how much of that I can watch this weekend. Um, and then... The last bit of TV I want to talk about before we chime over to movies is the Obi-Wan finale was today. And this was the best episode of the series. We finally got the big fight they've been teasing between Vader and Obi-Wan. And it was nothing short of flawless. Obi-Wan goes into like super Jedi mode. Vader goes hard as fuck, and it was good, and it, it, it echoed the prequels so much without being too flashy. It also used a lot of force powers that we don't always get to see in lightsaber battles. Um, we get to see Vader being a badass. We get to see Obi-Wan being a badass. We get to see a lot of emotional moments that, that echo the, the duel of fates on Mustafar. There was a awesome scene where where we get to see half Anakin half Vader because Obi-Wan cuts off part of the mask and that was amazing to see in live action and we see we hear Hayden Christensen and 
James Earl Jones as the voice of Darth Vader, so that was fucking cool to see. Um, we, 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 there were two amazing cameos in this episode. Uh, I, it, it's all over the internet now, so spoilers, but the Emperor, yes, Ian McDermott, who said he wasn't going to be in it, and fucking Liam Neeson as, as Qui-Gon in a short but amazing cameo. This show ended on such an amazing note. This episode was was fire from start to finish. And even stuff with with Owen and Beru was great. And we can see why there's they were such badasses and why Luke never really needed to drift off to, to Obi-Wan at all. Um, we got a hello there, which is always amazing to see. And just the fight between Vader and Obi-Wan was 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 chef's kiss. And the only time Vader's allowed to not be a badass is when he's fighting Obi-Wan, because Obi-Wan's going to be the bigger badass in the fight. And honestly, oh man, I'm going to watch it again, because it was very dark, and I had a glare on my TV, and oh, it was so good. What sucks, though, is this was a limited series, but now we're getting things that I guess both Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen are, are down to do a second season. Uh, Ewan McGregor spoke to British GQ and he said, quote, I really hope we do another. If I could do one of these every now and again, I'd just be happy about it, unquote. Um, He also said, quote, I got a jolt of fear that made me six years old again. I've never experienced that before. I just about crapped my pants, unquote, Um, when he met up with Hayden Christensen. So that's good. Uh, Hayden Christensen told the Radio Times that, quote, well, it was definitely conceived as a standalone story, but I would love to continue with this character. You know, I think there's certainly more there to explore, and I would be so excited to get to do so. I would certainly be open to returning for more episodes, unquote. Now, if they do come back for a second season, there won't be an interaction between Vader and Kenobi, and I'm, I'm okay with that, because I think... The way this fight ended, that story ends perfectly. It wraps up a lot of loose ends. It ties in to things said by both Vader and Kenobi in the original trilogy, even in A New Hope and in um, Return of the Jedi, uh, because essentially Obi-Wan sees the official death of Anakin uh, in this, and, and, and you'll, you'll know why once you watch it. Um, and then Lucasfilm, of course, though, is also saying that uh, per an uh, interview with Entertainment Tonight, Kathleen Kennedy said, well, frankly, we did set out to do that as a limited series, but I think if there's a huge engagement and people really want more Obi-Wan, we'll certainly give that a consideration because of the fans. They speak to us, and if we feel like, okay, there's a real reason to do this, it's answering the why then, then we'll do it, but we'll see, unquote. Um, Deborah Chow also said, quote, I think, you know, if it was to go forward, it would only be if there was a real reason for another one, unquote, which I get it. Um, if, if, if we do get a second season, I think it should build off of how this first one ended with, with, of course, Qui-Gon showing up and telling Obi-Wan he was always there. Obi-Wan just didn't get his mojo back, as I like to call it, uh, and some other people. He didn't, um, he needed to reach that place. I think Eckhart's Ladder 
put it perfectly in, in saying like Obi-Wan needed to find himself again and he was kind of lost and he didn't have a purpose anymore. And uh, even, even if he is kind of uh, walking away from Luke, quote unquote, I, I think he's found a newfound purpose in his life. And I, I think that would um, I think that would serve a second season more than anything. Uh, Vader, again, if he is back, I don't think... If, if we do a second season of it, I, th- I think it would have to be there's a story about Obi-Wan and there's a story about Vader and what he's doing. They, they, they wouldn't interact again. I don't think they would interact. Um, I, I think it's perfectly fine that we leave them separate. I, I, I mean, maybe you could, and I, if there was a justifiable reason, I, I could get behind it. But I, I think their story has served a purpose. Um, and maybe you do flashback scenes or something like that. Um, but I, I was really happy with the Obi-Wan series overall, and I think it ended perfectly. And if they do do a second season, I hope it maybe involves more training of Obi-Wan with Qui-Gon in terms of what's next as a Jedi. Um, or maybe we get him doing a little more off-world things, which I know some purists might say, well, he never left Tatooine. We don't know that. We literally do not know that. The The time period between Revenge of the Sith and uh, A New Hope is one of the least explored things in both the Expanded Universe and in the new Disney canon. So there's definitely room for that to be explored, and I, I would totally be on board with that. Um, but that finale, man, oh, so good. So damn good. Uh, but that's it for TV. So let's, uh, let's get into some movie news here before we go any further. So Tom Hardy has teased that the Venom 3 script, yes, Venom 3 is complete and that he co-wrote it. Why are we getting Venom 3? I, I I just I think we're done here. Let's pack it up. Time to pack it up on the Venom universe for real. <laughs> time time to go. Um, and uh, another person who needs to pack it up, Ezra Miller. Their legal troubles have continued to grow. And I I I want the Flash movie to happen. But they need to be fired as the Flash. They've been acting more like the reverse Flash than than the real Flash, and uh, it's time for uh, it's time for Grant to get subbed in. So they have de- de- deleted their Instagram, uh, Ezra Miller, and has now legal issues in Hawaii, Massachusetts, and North Dakota. They now include psychological intimidation, violence, and other forms of misconduct, uh, multiple restraining orders. They're now being accused of kidnapping um, and many other things. Um, I think that they are struggling with a lot of things, and I I understand that. The fame comes with a lot of things and, and dealing with fame and... I think they need to reach out for help instead of lashing out and causing problems and harm to people. They're only hurting their, their themselves and their future. Um, I, I really hope they get help. I really do. Um, 
This is wild. Uh, the, and this goes back to, I guess, 2017. Wow, that's not good. Um, and very young children. That's not good. Um, they need they need help. I really hope they get help because, and this sucks because they are a great flash in my opinion. Uh, Ezra Miller has done very well as Barry Allen in the Flash, and they have excelled in the role. Um, and I I just I wish. I wish this movie doesn't get canned. I really don't. Because I understand that you don't want to have this huge marketing deal and thing attached to Ezra Miller because of the things that they are doing out in the world. But at the same time, it's a huge budget that they want to try and recoup. Um, And there's new leaks coming out that it, uh, and this is per deadline, that Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers CEO David Zaslav are looking to essentially fire Ezra Miller, which, again, I don't disagree with them. It's still a business. Um, the, the leak says, quote, even if no more allegations surface, the studio won't likely keep Miller in the flash role in future DC films, unquote. I completely understand um you can't reshoot the movie at this point i i think the movie would still be good even with the issues surrounding miller um mainly because more and more headlines do keep popping up i feel like there's a new one every week it's almost like activision um and uh this is the 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 leak that deadline learned also heard that um They, quote, lean in toward making the movie a hit and then drop Miller if they can't straighten things out. Uh, Or there is no winning in this for Warner Brothers. This is an inherited problem for Zaslav. The hope is that the scandal will remain at a low level before the movie is released and hope for the best to turn out, unquote. Um, I don't think they want to put it on HBO Max. I don't think they want to do other things. But their hand is kind of being forced. It's like, do you take a profit off of this? especially with with what's going on um, with with them do you take the loss maybe do you announce that a portion of the profits or proceeds will go to outreach and help and mental health programs and facilities I, I I just I don't know and Ezra Miller has kind of I don't want to say backed themselves into a corner but they've definitely made things harder on themselves and their employers. And, and if, if, if they are, are I don't want to say diddling kids because I, I don't know, but, but they are, they're hanging out with children and children are the ones getting the restraining orders, then Ezra needs to check themselves into either rehab, the police, or whoever they need to talk to to sort this shit out because it's getting into dangerous territory for everyone. And, and, and it just sucks for a, a young actor uh, uh, for this to happen to them. And 
like like I said, I, I really enjoyed their take on the Flash. I really enjoyed their Barry Allen. Um, but it's unfortunate. It really is. And and even Grant Morrison, uh, the comic writer, who um, my understanding is, I guess, Grant Morrison is friends with Ezra Miller. Uh, and in an interview with Rolling Stone, he uh, Grant Morrison said, I know they've had these problems. I haven't spoken to them for a while, and the last time I spoke was long, long before this. All I can say is that it's just not the person I know. I've heard stories just like everyone else. I just don't know. Ezra cut off contact from pretty much everyone for a while. It's not the person they were. They weren't aggressive in any way. I just thought Ezra was a super intelligent kid with so many talents. So all I can say is that I didn't see that side in any way with them. Unquote. Um... I just, uh, uh, oh, because he was going to write, he was going to co-write a Flash movie with, with Ezra. Um, I, I think that it sucks all around. And, and I think the signs were there. Um, they kind of were getting more, uh, what's the right word? They were getting more excessive in terms of, how they would react to things and how they would be at conventions. Um, and I saw several interviews and panels and, and Ezra would be like, not aggressive, but would, would have a, a strange tone. And, and obviously they were struggling with, with identity at the time. And, and they, they, they have come out as nine binary and, and I can understand how that would put pressure on people as well. And how that would put pressure on on a person's um, internal self, but I, I hope the new struggles are are something that that can be helped and fixed. And and I'm not saying drug you don't want to go on a, a drug thing because fuck the 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 big big pharma right. But I just hope that Ezra can get the help they need. And, and it sucks that um, they made this film that's supposed to be really good and we might not get to see it or it's still delayed um, or it, it, it just it, it might have to be uh, given an asterisk and say, yes, this might be a good movie, but the main star is a piece of shit, right? And I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I was excited for this movie, and, and now I'm kind of like, I have a bad taste in my mouth because of what they're doing. And it sucks. And I, I hope they get help. That's all I'm going to say. I just, I hope they get help. I hope they can, then they can get all this sorted out. They can get themselves on a brighter path to a better future. Um, yeah. Uh, we also got news that the live-action Hercules movie is moving forward at Disney. And Guy Ritchie is directing? I thought the the uh, the Russo brothers were directing. I guess they're just producing. Um, I'm cool with that. Guy Ritchie did really well with Aladdin. Uh, but now there's rumors floating around that, that maybe Bruce Campbell is being talked to for Hades. And... I'm not 100% on board with it, and I know that James Woods is kind of a piece of shit, 
lately um, for political reasons. Uh, and you can agree with me, you can agree with him, you can disagree with me, you can disagree with him. I don't care how you, you cut it. I still think he's a great actor. Um, and I think he should still be Hades. I think Hades should be CG and he just does the voice. That's my personal opinion. Um, or he can come in and get makeup done. I, I, I don't know. I would just prefer that he still is Hades, James Woods. Um, while I'm not on board with Bruce Campbell, I, I think he's the only other person that could do Hades justice. But again, that's just a rumor and we don't know the truth yet. So I'm not going to go further into that. Uh, if you've been waiting to watch Uncharted, it will finally be on Netflix on July 15th. Good, I don't have to spend money on that thing. Uh, Top Gun Maverick has now become Tom Cruise's highest grossing film as it gets closer and closer to a billion dollars. Uh, as of right now, I think it just recently crossed the 900 million mark. Um, let's actually check that. Let's go to Box Office Mojo. I haven't gone there in a long time. Ever since Amazon decided to turn it into like a, a pay thing. Um, oh wait, I think they returned. I think Box Office Mojo went back to the old style. Which makes me very happy. Very, very happy indeed. Oh, never mind. They just took things out of the paywall, which is always good. Um... But, as of right now, Top Gun Maverick is at $907 million worldwide, which, like I said, would make it Tom Cruise's biggest movie ever, which is crazy. Um, that's cool. Um, but, wow. I can't believe that's his biggest movie. Meanwhile, Lightyear couldn't even win the weekend. Uh, it only made $51 million this past weekend. Meanwhile, Jurassic World continued to dominate uh, with another $60 million. Uh, it was, I think, a 50% drop-off, which is about normal um, for weekends. Uh, so that... Again, is 60%. Uh, it's a, about normal. It's about normal. Uh, it has made $266 million uh, domestically, and it has uh, done $373 million internationally, $639 million worldwide. So it's already crossed the half-billion-dollar mark. Um, I don't know where it is in the franchise. Obviously, Jurassic World made... A fuck ton of money. Um, so there's that. Uh, Jurassic World, of course, made 1.6 billion worldwide. I think it's like top two all time, top three. I think. Um, uh, oh no, it's it's top ten. It's eight for domestic. Oh, it's domestic. I want like worldwide. Worldwide, it is number seven. Okay, it only goes up one, but. But still, um, anyway, Jurassic World is doing well despite the um, despite the not great reception from critics. But it looks like I'm going to be using Box Office Mojo a lot more than I used to. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's good that it's it's doing well though. 
Um, anyway, I can't believe Buzz Lightyear didn't do well. Um, Kevin Feige has announced that the MCU's future will be announced soon and that the seeds have been planted. Obviously, they're talking about Kang or the multiverse of, or something. Um, but that's what's happening. Um, we'll see, though, how it goes, obviously. Moving on, though. Uh, the producer of the Mario movie says that once we hear Chris Pratt, we won't be as angry. And that's some bullshit. I, I, and he, I think he misses the point. It has nothing to do with Italian-American criticism. It has to do with um, just... I saw a funny comment online, like, he's just boring. I, I can kind of see that. I just, I don't think he's right for the role. Most people don't. But who knows? We could be wrong. We could all be made wrong come later this year when the movie actually comes out. We'll see. Um, I don't know. So, Sony is continuing with their Spider-Man spinoffs. Uh, and Aaron Taylor Johnson has confirmed that Craven the Hunter was shot entirely on location. Um, which is strange. That's, and that's weird for newer movies. Uh, this is per variety. I think they just finished filming too. Um, I don't know why they did it. I hope it's good. Will Spider-Man be on it? Who knows? Um, I still don't understand why they greenlit that movie either. Sony does weird things in general across the spectrum. Of their businesses. Uh, a funny story. There's been a lot of funny stories coming out about Thor. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Christian Bell, Kristen Bell wants a Frozen 3. Says, what are we waiting for? Uh, Leia Sedu has been cast in Dune Part 2. As um, Lady Margot. And then uh, Michael J. Fox will be receiving an honorary Oscar. Uh, for his Parkinson's disease advocacy. Um, and it will be presented to him. Oh, it was presented to him last week. Why is the story so late? Um, he's 61? Holy shit. Uh, it, it says, quote, or Academy President David Rubin said, quote, Michael J. Fox's tireless advocacy of research on Parkinson's disease alongside his alongside his boundless optimism exemplifies the impact of one person in changing the future for millions, unquote. This is awesome. Um, I'm really happy that, that he gets this. And uh, it's well-deserved. Um, well-deserved. Well, well-deserved. I'm happy he finally gets one that I think is long overdue. Um, it just sucks that it's not for something he did acting-wise, but it's still an Oscar. Um, but moving forward to some more other lighthearted things, there's a lot of cool stories coming out about Thor Love and Thunder, which were just a few weeks away from release. Um, it turns out Christian Bale didn't know what the MCU was, uh, which is funny. Um, where, who was he talking to? Um... He was talking, this is an interview in Total Film, uh, and he said, quote, absolutely not, no, that didn't ever enter into my head at all. 
I'd read that and people would go, oh, look at this. He's entered the MCU. And I'd go, I've done what? I haven't entered shit, thank you very much. I'm like, the MCU, I had to ask what that was, unquote. And that's in terms of if he had thoughts about joining another comic book series, and obviously he didn't care. Um, it's really funny. He also said that, uh, quote, he, or, or so he was worried about how Taika would portray him because he looked it up in the comics. He said, quote, runs around in a G-string all the time. Um, unquote, but was eased after Taika said that wouldn't happen. Um, but he also said, quote, I always did think he could do this in front of a blue screen. He could chuck on whatever he wants later on, unquote. We'll see what happens with God the Gore Butcher when, when uh, Thor Love and Thunder ultimately releases in July. Um, Chris Hemsworth also said, uh, Chris Hemsworth's been doing interviews, obviously, that, that goes on with it. Um, but now he says he wants to play Thor in Deadpool 3. Um, and he said, I, um, I guess this was with BBC One. Um, he wants to be the longest serving comic book actor. And right now it currently rests with Hugh Jackman for playing Wolverine. And uh, Chris said, quote, I wasn't gonna. But now you've put that in front of me. You make a good point. It's only six years. I've come this far. To turn back now would just be a waste. It, I might make some calls to make sure that doesn't happen. Might put myself in Deadpool instead. That would be the offering, I think. You know, see if that passes. Yeah, unquote. And that's to make sure Jackman isn't in Deadpool 3 and he takes over. Um, I would love to see Chris Hemsworth in Deadpool 3. I think that would be hilarious. Uh, but he also got candid about his future as Thor. Uh, and this is, of course, with Total Films. So I think it's the same interview that they did with, with Christian Bale. Uh, Chris Hemsworth said, quote, It always comes down to, is this script different to the last one? Are we repeating something? And when it becomes too famil familiar, I think that's when I'd have to say, yeah, no, this doesn't. I think I've, I'd like to exit before people tell me to exit. Each time, if the opportunity comes up and presents itself, I'm just open to whatever creative exploration can happen. Thanks to different writers and directors and so on. But I love playing the character. I really do. Unquote. Honestly, if we can keep getting new interpretations of Thor that keep growing on, on what we have, I will totally be fine with Chris Hemsworth playing Thor for like another like 30 years. Obviously, that's not going to happen, um, but it would be cool to see. Uh, I am totally on board. I cannot wait for Thor Love and Thunder. I think it's going to be great based off all the marketing, based off everything we've seen. Um, I can't wait to see this exploration of other gods. Everything I keep hearing keeps saying that the um, that, that Christian Bale is the MCU's best villain by far, which is cool to hear. Um, hopefully he's not a one-and-done villain, as, as they tend to be as of late. Um, but who knows, now that the Thunderbolts are coming, not that gore would be on the Thunderbolts, but I, uh, the only thing I ask, the only thing I ask is that, please, God, let's, what, what happened with this giant fucking, uh, uh, what is it, uh, um, celestial head poking out of the ocean 
Like, please let there be a mention of this, because clearly the MCU is just like, oh yeah, Eternals is canon and it happened, but we're just going to pretend like it didn't happen, apparently. Um, but that is it for today for Nixner News. Today, of course, is June 22nd, 2022. Uh, that is a wrap on that episode. Thank you guys week in, week out for listening. As always, check out nixnernews.com where you can find, uh, listen to the show right in the browser, or if you prefer, you can, um, of course, find links to our Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast pages. Uh, We're on iHeartRadio, we're on Amazon Music, we're on so many other places, all places that you guys can can listen to the show week in, week out, subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Uh, Also, while you're at the website, make sure to look at our social tab. You can see all the fun memes we post on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, But if you prefer, just search Nixer News on your preferred social media platform of choice. And uh, with that being said, I will catch you guys on the flip side.